Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business for this week. It's 15 minutes to action again, and I'm hoping that you are enjoying these short-form podcasts that I'm doing each and every week. The intention being to, to give you something to take away to apply to your business. Today, I want to go back a little bit in time. I'm going to go back almost over a year ago to one of the most downloaded episodes of Scale Up Your Business and one of the most popular topics that I think I cover generally, but but this particular episode struck a chord with so many people that I thought it's about time that I give you a shorter version of what was a very long, drawling episode of me just chatting into a microphone for you know nearly an hour. But the topic today is fear. And more importantly, the topic today is how do you turn fear into power. And the reason this is such an important topic, in my opinion, is that most of us don't do the things that we want to in life because fear holds us back. Most of us don't create the businesses that we want in life, the businesses that are going to change our lives, that are going to give us the the freedom, the wealth, the ability to do things on our own terms. The reason that we don't make those things happen is fear gets in the way. So as much as I have discussed this before, I think sometimes repetition is the route to mastery. So if you listen to this, and even if it is something that you've heard me say before, or maybe it reminds you of something that you already know, that is not a bad thing because quite often it's, it's just hearing those things again, which reminds us of what the truth is, and it's the truth that will set us free. So let's get into it. So just to be clear, I, I love the acronym for fear, which is false evidence appearing real. And in many cases, it's just, you know, fear is just our brain's way of attempting to keep us safe. It's, it's programming from millions, millions of years. And it's, it's kind of normal, really, you know, from my background of studying psychology for us to, to blow things out of proportion. And so fears can be quite helpful in many cases because they, they let us assess risk and therefore, we don't do stupid things, stupid things that get us killed or, or things that we can significantly regret. But the problem with fear also is that it stops us doing the things that we really want to do. So what I want to go through today is a bit of a summary of some of the things that I apply or some of the concepts that I believe around fear. And it's suggestions of things that you can do to turn fear into power and lead a life which has more positivity and less negativity around how you just view things. You can apply this to your business. You can apply this to any situation, but I'm hoping that you'll listen to this over the course of 10 to 15 minutes and just be inspired to maybe act a little bit differently from some of the insights and some of the tactics that I cover. So the first thing to think about really, if you are feeling overwhelmed with fear, if you know that you want to achieve something, but there's just something holding you back is you've got to remind yourself that you're good. You're okay. You know, you're breathing, you're alive. Um, that's, that in itself is great, right? And, and the thing I put up against this and the, and the thing that's probably one of the most powerful tools that I use is gratitude. 
Now, if you are grateful for what you have and, you know, just being okay, you know, having a roof over your head, if you've got that being healthy, having someone in your life that cares about you, if you've got those things, you know, you're doing better than a lot of people in the world today. So you've got to be grateful for what you've got. You've got to remind yourself that even if things are really bad, let's say you've lost a big client or something's happening in your business that you didn't expect. If you've got your health, if you've got other things around you, then you're, you are doing really well. So just remember that. And the way this was explained to me many years ago now is that gratitude is the antidote to fear. So you should definitely have a, a practice of gratitude. And the one that I suggest and have consistently suggested, and I still do this every single day, is the five-minute journal, either the journal itself or the app, which you can download from um, from any of the iOS stores or um, Google stores or anything like that. But that's a really powerful thing to do just to kind of get into the habit and the practice of gratitude. The second thing I recommend is being present. So you can't really affect what's already happened and you know, you can't really predict the future. So being present is taking inventory on what is actually happening now. And it's funny because when you're present, if fear does show up, you can recognize that it's there and you can do something with it. So this is why meditation is such a powerful thing because it teaches you the ability to focus on what is in the here and now and not something that's happened in the past, which potentially affects you or something in the future, which has the potential to affect you. And you can only really do anything about what's here and now, you know, that's why it's important to be really clear about the situation that you're in, but taking action in the moment. And I'm going to get into that now because it's the third area. So if you're present, the third area is taking action. And we are, as humans, we are action orientated. Inaction actually makes us feel out of control and helpless. And a lot of people don't realize that. So sometimes doing something small, something simple, you know, calling someone up, asking for help, whatever the thing is, just taking that small piece of action will make a massive difference to you feeling different. Okay. Um, one of the other things I suggest here is, is sometimes just changing your state. So if you are feeling massively overwhelmed, massively fearful of what could happen again, it's false evidence appearing real. So it feels like it's real, but it's not. Then go for a walk, go for a run, change your state, jump around, put some decent music on because all of those different things that taking action, changing your physiology will start to make you feel better. And I found that if I'm dealing with something super complex in one of my businesses or something else in my life, going for a run, no music, just going out in the forest, um, going, it doesn't really matter, just getting my body moving, breathing, getting blood pumping around, that starts to help me solve problems that I feel that I may be facing. And by feeling that I'm starting to make progress, that makes a massive difference in terms of how I'm feeling at the moment in terms of any fear that I might have. And the point I want to make here is that fear is normal. So don't feel that you're ever going to eradicate it. There's a famous book from um, Susan Jeffers called, you know, feel the fear or face the fear and do it anyway. And that's something that you've got to kind of keep into the back of your mind when you're, when you're feeling that state and feeling that emotion. The fourth area is you've got to give up your need for control. Um, so you can only manage what you can. You've got resources, you've got connections, all those sort of different things. But you've got to realize that in many cases, you don't really control anything. Stuff happens to you. It happens for you in life. And you've got to try not to control everything. You've got to kind of let it pass. There's a fantastic book by Michael Singer called The Surrender Experiment, which I recommend to everybody, which is about just letting life happen and saying yes when opportunities show up and sometimes trusting yourself and trusting to some extent faith 
whatever your faith is, that things are going to work out. And I found that if I slow down, if I'm just letting things be and not trying to over-engineer stuff, I tend to get better results because I show up differently. So again, if you're trying to control things, trying to control it because you're scared of the outcome, then that may also manifest itself to go deeper into that spiral. So you want to give yourself strategies to be able to lift yourself up. The fifth area is something I recommend consistently, which is limiting your exposure to negative information or news. There are things out there in the world which are amazing, and there are things out there which can just bring you back into this kind of sort of spiral of negativity. And I often think that if you read the news when you first get up in the morning, you get your phone out and you start reading stuff around, you know, um, disasters in the world, the the threat of COVID and what it's going to do to everyone now, the fact that, you know, all these statistics, I'm not saying that these things aren't happening, and I'm not saying these things aren't real. What I am saying is that they will affect your psychology and they will start to have you thinking in those patterns. So you're better not exposing yourself consistently to the things that are out there, which are designed in many cases. I mean, I you know, used to work in the newspapers, so I know that we would put headlines on, on magazines and newspapers that were just there to sell, sell the things. That's not great for you. So if you're finding that you're just getting overwhelmed because you're reading negativity, you're being exposed to negativity, then my suggestion is to go on a break. Give yourself a break. Be that a certain amount of time in the day. You might just check into the news once a day, which is kind of what I do. Or just give yourself a full break for a week and just not engage with it at all. You'd be surprising how refreshing it is to just be focused on what you can control in your life and being present for you and your family, for your work, etc. The sixth one is a really cool one. There's a um, a performance coach, um, thought leader in, in the sort of personal development space called Mel Robbins. And she's, I think she's even written a book. It's called the five second rule. And what she says is that the moment that you feel that you are hesitating anything, just hesitating before you doing something, it, it's basically because fear has popped its head up. And what she recommends is really cool. She says, count backwards. So five, four, three, two, one and then just do it. Whatever it is you're hesitating on, just do it, okay? So it's, it's actually a form of metaconditioning, meta uh, metacognition, actually, if, if, if you want to kind of get into the technical side of it, but it really, really works. So you're changing your mental gears, and you're basically doing what we call a pattern interrupt, where you're breaking the habit of overthinking, which is where fear becomes in charge of stuff. So it's quite funny. It's a little bit like, um, you know, you're going to jump into a, into a pool of cold water and you know it's going to be freezing and you have that sort of hesitation. You, oh, I don't want to do it. It's going to be what it's going to freezing. It's going to be painful, whatever. It's that feeling of anticipated pain, which often stops us doing anything in life. But then what do you do? You just say, damn it, I'm going to do it. So the five second rule is a way of kind of just getting yourself to do that. So the next time you think, oh, should I make that sales call? Um, should I have that tough conversation? Give yourself the gift of the five second count back and then just do it. No hesitation because you would have broken that pattern to make that, make that happen. Okay, seventh one is, is what I call, again, similar to, to gratitude, but it's, it's thanking fear. So it's essentially saying that fear has helped us survive. If we go back, you know, as I said, millions of years, cavemen, cavewomen. It's that fear that has helped us make better decisions so that we could stay alive. Now, it's different now because we haven't got tigers running around the place going to, to eat us or anything like that. But you have, to, you have to embrace the fact that fear does sometimes serve you and it helps you. It's just when it becomes out of control and all-encompassing and overwhelming that it doesn't. So I sometimes look through things and say, you know what? 
sometimes that edge that you feel, that nervousness that you feel. So if I'm going to go and speak on stage, I sometimes get those butterflies. It's kind of giving me the edge. And I'm thankful for having it because when I get up there and I do it, I feel alive. And that could be the same as if I'm pitching for a big investment. If I'm doing anything that feels like it's big, yeah, because you still have to embrace these things. It's not like you're ever going to get rid of your emotions. It's just how you handle your emotions in these important situations that makes all the difference. So similar to what I said at the beginning about gratitude, thank fear because it does serve you. It's not a negative thing. It's only when you let it get to you too much that it can be a massive problem. Okay, getting there. Number eight is, and I've said this consistently through COVID, is plan for the worst and expect the best. Okay, plan for the worst and expect the best. This is such an important thing to be thinking about right now because, again, planning is similar to action. If you plan, if you have a plan, if you're making progress, it certainly helps in terms of how you, how you experience fear. Um, so having a plan means that actually you have some contingencies, you have some things in place, but expecting the best is the positivity. So you're not you know, using fear as a crutch. What you're doing is saying, you know what, I know that I'm going to grow this business to seven figures, eight figures or whatever else. I know I'm going to do that. You know, I expect that I'm going to do that because I've done the work. I've put in the, the time, the thinking, the strategy, the intention. But you know what? I'm going to make it certain. And the way that I'm going to make it certain is I'm going to have a really robust plan. I'm going to have a watertight plan that has contingencies. It's got all the thinking. It's going to have the risks in there that I can manage. And if you put those two things together, what will happen is the, the chances of you achieving what you want to achieve dramatically go up because you're working both edges of the fear spectrum. You've got the positivity of the expectation, but you've also got the plan of what if it doesn't happen. And where I see people go wrong particularly what has happened in the last few months as I record this, record this in the middle of 2020, you've seen people who just didn't have a plan around the worst. And so when something dramatic hits, of course they go deep into fear and deep into uncertainty because they haven't given themselves, again, the gift of that contingency. Okay, so as you go forward, this is a more practical thing, but it's equally as important because it's still about how you manage your state and how you think about fear. Okay, and the last couple of things, last one is... Um, Definitely, definitely start to journal if you don't already. I mentioned the, the sort of five-minute journal around gratitude, but I often find that if I'm feeling fear, and sometimes it shows up as a kind of a knot in my stomach or my chest, and it feels like oh, I really just, you know, you just want to rip it out. One of the things that I do is, is writing. Well, I do two things, actually. I take five deep breaths because I find that, some, that that just helps settle any nerves or any and makes me feel calm and it just changes the um the way that your body and your system operate it just calms you down okay it just brings oxygen in and, and gets blood flowing around the body and i i get a piece of paper out i don't do this with it with a, a laptop or a keyboard and i write down all the things that are concerning me so what where is the fear actually coming from is it because i i haven't taken some action on something i said i would do is it because i've taken on too much is it because i think you know, I, I've looked at a, a big expense that's come in and I haven't um, considered how to deal with that. What, what is it? Because as soon as I get it out on paper, I can do something about it. It's out of my head. And one of the things I was playing around with um, uh, a couple of months ago was this concept of if it's in your head, you're dead. Because if it's in your head, it, it becomes hard to deal with. When it's out of there somewhere on paper or you've shared it with someone, then it makes a big difference. That's why having, as I said, coaches and mentors are good for this. But the starting point, if you haven't got that, is keep a journal. Be very clear about how you feel. I do something every day in journaling. I have a number of questions that I ask myself about how I'm showing up, what's getting done. 
And I find that that sets me up for the day so that I know exactly what my priorities are, what action I need to take. But I've also asked myself some probing questions just to try and eradicate any uncertainty that I may have. And I suppose the honest part of this podcast today, this 15 minutes to action is, you know, you may listen to me every week and think, oh, you know, Nick, everything Nick does, it sounds like it all works. And, you know, there's a lot of success there. And that's true, but it's not random. Okay. It's there because I put in the work on a daily basis to make it happen. And that's one of the key things. Okay. And the last one, and this is probably the one that people kind of struggle with is, you know, have, have a routine, have a routine every single day, which allows you to, to really have more intention about everything that you're doing. And that routine usually has something in the morning and something in the evening, which kind of bookends your day. Um, so I have meditation, I have exercise, I have affirmations, and they are really, again, another thing to explore around programming. But having that routine really just makes it that everything that you do is moving forward. And as I said, if action, action and gratitude are the antidotes to feeling um, more positive around what's going on in your life and certainly beating fear, turning fear into power, then, then having the routine is going to give you back that feeling of power. So really, really important. So that's it bit over 15 minutes. I apologize. I know my timekeeping needs some work, Nick. Come on, you can get better at this. But I wanted to cover this again today in a short form uh, episode because, as I said, it gets asked of me all the time. What do I do? What do I do? And you've just got to keep in the back of your mind that fear is really anticipation of pain. It's anticipation that something is going to go not the way that you want it, but it hasn't happened. So the way to deal with that is focusing as much as you can on what you can control, which is right in the present. And all the stuff that I've given you today are tactics, tools, strategies to get you present. Because if you can stay in the present, you're going to do the work, which is going to get you the ultimate outcome that you want. And therefore, any of the fear that you had around what could, might, should, if, bit, but happen doesn't. And that's the trick. All right. So that's it. That's it for 15 minutes. I hope an interesting one for you. If you've got any questions, comments, anything like that, please share them. Get in touch with me on LinkedIn. Join the Scale Up Your Business community on Facebook. Always um, pleased to hear from everyone. And let me know how you're going. Let me know if this has been helpful to you. So as I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.